Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's session, what we're going to do is 30 minutes at 20 strokes a minute. Now, rather than it just being a constant pace the whole way through, what we're going to do is four and a half minutes at the normal 2K plus 18 pace, which keeps it as a nice kind of low effort. But then we're going to do 30 seconds at full power, okay? So power strokes from your legs. Still at 20 strokes a minute, but I want you to put in as much force as you can from your legs get a real good push from your legs and then finish strong with your arms at the back of the stroke. So this kind of takes it away from a bottom tier throughout because you're putting in these efforts. So it's maybe kind of nudging more of a mid intensity workout. It's going to make you work on that little bit harder. Your heart rate's going to go up, but then you're going to get that four and a half minutes to kind of settle down again, ready for the next one. And by breaking this into these chunks, hopefully what it's going to mean is that your 30 minute row is going to absolutely fly by. And it's going to give you a chance to work on technique, both at that of low intensity but also how to get the power in at the higher intensity as well so hopefully you will enjoy today's row okay so let's get into a four minute warm-up as we always do and as we always do we start off by setting up our machine go to the front first on the concept two and set your drag factor to what you want it to be if you don't know about Drag Factor, then please check out the video I have on this YouTube channel. I'm currently setting mine to run about 115. Um, if you really care, who knows? Next up, go to your monitor and set it at eye heights. You're not having to look up and you're not having to look down. And finally, set those foot straps, if you can, on your machine so that they are at a point where you can comfortably get to the front with your shins in a vertical position. If they're set too high, you might not be able to get there. If they're set too low, you may go flying straight, straight past that vertical position, which can cause power leaks and also some stress to your lower back. Right, so four minute warm up. We're gonna start this, so we're gonna do this at 18 strokes a minute. And the power you're gonna start with is just enough of a connection from your feet so that you can think about pushing with your feet and picking up with your hands at the same time. I'll explain as we get into this, okay? Here we go then, in three, two, one, go. So just enough of a push from your feet so that you can think about the timing between that push of your feet and your handle connecting to the flywheel or the water wheel or the magnet, whatever you're using on your machine. Because if you push too soon with your feet, your backside will scoot away from underneath you. And if you pull too early with your arms, you kind of almost can't get that connection with your legs because you're grabbing and you're wasting all that power that you could be putting in from your legs. Whereas if you connect both at the same time, you get that power from your legs and then you finish with your arms. I'll talk more about technique stuff in today's row, but that's what to think about now is the connection timing between your feet and your hands. And as you think about that, start to increase your pace a little bit. If you have a 2K training pace, then I want you to start to increase up to 2K plus 20. If you don't have a 2K training pace, then what to do is row a two kilometer time trial and divide your resulting time by four. And that gives you the average time it takes to cover 500 meters in your 2K time trial. And that's your 2K training pace. So if you did it in 820, divide by four is 205. 
And when I say row at 2K plus 20 seconds, that would mean you would row at two minutes 25 per 500 meters pace. One more stroke. Put one foot on the ground, continue rowing. Try not to change your technique here too much, especially when it comes to the compression at the front of the machine. You don't want to over compress and make sure to still put in a good old solid push from that leg that's still strapped in. Last stroke. Change feet. Don't worry if it takes you longer than it does me to change feet over. It's one of the benefits of rowing in socks. So I can just slip my feet in and out of the straps. Of course, the main benefit is a better connection. For me, I sense my foot pressing into the foot plate a lot better. Last stroke, both feet in, legs straight. Just roll with your back and arms. So swing over your back, pull in your arms, push out your arms, swing over your back. But it's important to pick up the flywheel with your back first and then your arms pull in. So your back connects your arms to the machine and then your arms finish. Okay, arms straight, forward lean, roll to the front of the machine. Just press out with your legs, not too hard, because what I want you to do is concentrate again on that timing between your feet and the handle picking up the flywheel, but also being in this position that forward lean and straight arms as you push out from the front. And if you push too hard with your legs, you end up in that backwards position again. One more, just as, as it hits zero. There we go. So we don't start off that intense on today's row, so you get four and a half minute lead in before the first power strokes. So hopefully that will make sure that you're warm enough by the time you get to it. In the meantime then, so just move up and down the rail, have a quick drink, and I'll quickly describe what it is we're doing one more time. Okay then, so today's main session is a 30 minute row at 20 strokes per minute the whole way. But what isn't happening the whole way is the same pace. You're gonna do four and a half minutes at 2K plus 18 pace, and then you're gonna do 30 seconds at full power, but you're gonna continue at 20 strokes per minute, okay? So those 30 seconds are gonna certainly take it up in terms of power, but like I say, you've got four and a half minutes to then settle back down. Do try and get back to 2K plus 18 as quick as possible after the power strokes. Don't like kind of dip down to plus 25 for, <laughs> for two minutes and then rise back up. The point is, is to try and hold 2K plus 18, push for those 30 seconds, and that'll just give you a good old workout for today, okay? so. Um, we're using this as the 10K plan week eight session five. So this is like a recovery row after doing your 10K time trial. So these little bursts of power are what's gonna kind of help flush out the muscles, um, give them a little bit of a zing to make sure that everything's kind of firing quite nicely. Um, give you a chance to regenerate after uh, what's been quite a long intense plan and what would hopefully have been quite a short, intense time trial for you. So this will be a nice uh, recovery, it's not really recovery, regenerative row, like I say. So let's get into this then. So 30 minutes, starting at 20 strokes per minute, 
sorry, 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute um, the whole way through, starting at 2K plus 18 pace, okay, for four and a half minutes. And don't worry, I will call out when we're doing all our changes, as long as I remember them. Okay then, so let's get going in three, two, one, go. Okay, so watch me on the video for stroke rate. And if you're listening to the podcast, then just listen to the whoosh of my flywheel. And that should help lock you into stroke rate. And then again on the video, if you watch how I do the stroke, that it's a fast drive phase and then a slower recovery phase. So it's like a two to one ratio. You put in a good old push with the legs for the faster drive phase. And then you slow it down, take your time for the recovery. So if you think about 20 strokes a minute as one stroke every three seconds, good maths, John, well done. Then ideally how you're rowing this is one second drive, two seconds recover. So drive, recover. And this gives you the pace from the drive. That's how you hit your 2K plus 18. And then time on the recovery to make sure that you are in the right position technique-wise to be able to put the power into the machine nice and efficiently. And that really is the big value, or half of the big value, of why we row these lower stroke rate, slower pieces. Half of it is about building up your fitness, developing your blood system to be able to do exercise for longer periods of time, building up your mitochondria, but the other 50% is about just slowing things down so that you can take time over your stroke and your technique. Because as strong as you might be, or as fit as you may be, you can actually be working against yourself if your technique's slightly off. I mean, I see some really powerful looking people going quite fast with really bad technique. You just start to think, 
how much faster could these people be going if they just utilize their whole body instead of just fighting the machine with their boulder boulder shoulders <laughs> okay so we're gonna about to hit our first set of power strokes I'll give you a countdown in strokes remember push from the legs to get the power okay so in three two one here we go 10 power strokes remember it's about connecting your legs pushing hard getting your hands to connect to the handle at the same time as you push with your legs and keep those arms straight last one there we go back down to 2k plus 18 pace and that's all we're doing today well not all we're doing we've still got <laughs> just under 25 minutes to go but you get what I mean four and a half minutes followed by 10 strokes of power so when I was talking efficiency the main thing when it comes to putting in the power that I see I kind of almost said it before we hit that power set is people fighting against the the flywheel either by grabbing and pulling too soon on the handle and you'll see that by people who bend right at the front they bend their elbows as they fight and grab against the force of the flywheel or resistance of the flywheel and that not only doesn't let the power efficiently get into the machine from your legs it also wastes the power that you could be getting from your arms at the back of the machine if you grab too soon and just fight the power from your legs you're not really sending any extra power into the machine 
And because your arms are already halfway finished here, you've only got a tiny amount of arm pull that you can add in at the back of the stroke. But the other thing, this is what to watch out for in the power strokes, is people who swing their back too soon. So you come to the front of the machine, forward lean, straight arms, but what you find is these people will then suddenly flick their back backwards before they drive with their legs. And the fact is, the power into the rowing stroke is like 60% legs, then 25% it comes from your back, swinging from a forwards to a backwards position. And then only 15% at the back comes from your arms. My actual percentages may be off, but in terms of the balance between the three, it's right. Okay. In three, two, one. Here we go with more power strokes, come on. Make sure and hold that forward lean and drive your feet into the machine. If you can think about pushing the machine away from you, that's better. All right, back down to 2K plus 18. And that's part of the trick here is that if all you're thinking about doing is pulling on the chain and sending yourself backwards, that's what can lead to the early arm pull or early backswing because you're just trying to get yourself to the back of the machine. Whereas if you think about pushing the machine away from you, say you've got a wall in front of you, just think about trying to push the machine through that wall or if you're in a gym and there's I know treadmills cross trainers something like that in front of you then think about pushing the machine away from you so it would hit them. 
and that stops this kind of internal desire to pull on the chain or to just try and get to the back as quick as you can. And that should hopefully unlock that connection between your feet and your hands. Because if you listen to my flywheel, hang on, I'll shut up. You can hear that it accelerates as I drive. And that acceleration is all from this explosion at the front. So it really was whoosh and then drops off towards the end as the power starts to taper off. But that whoosh acceleration at the front is all because the power from my legs is surging in to the machine due to the connection between my legs and my hands that that power just flows up through my body and those straight hands act as or straight arms act as conduits for that power so they don't come into play until here so it's drive pull straight pull straight pull and it's really I can't overemphasize the importance of keeping your arms straight with a forward lean for getting that power in alrighty three two one. Here we go, power strokes. You should really hear whatever machine you're using should change pitch. It should get, or it should sound louder or faster. The pitch of my flywheel definitely goes up. Alright, back down to 2k plus 18. And that's us at the Bon Jovi point. Sing along with me. Whoa, we're halfway there. Which, as being, it's, yeah, I'm halfway through the day on a Wednesday. That's me halfway through the workout. Halfway through the day. 
and halfway through the week. Uh, apologies if I drops to 18 strokes a minute just then while I was singing to you. It's one thing to talk and roll at the same time but singing Bon Jovi that takes a bit more concentration although I'm quite quite pleased I can talk at all I've just come out the other end of a quite a low level cold but one that definitely played havoc with my breathing so I haven't actually rode for what, six days while I kind of waited for it to clear its way out my system because I know with me even a low-level cold if I don't let it come and go and I try and train through it I just drive it right into my chest and end up with some kind of secondary chest infection So I do try to talk about the importance of letting your body recover from different intensities of workout, but it's also important to let your body recover from injury or illness. There's no point being impatient returning one or two days in the case of illness or weeks for injury before you shoot and then either doubling up on that injury because you didn't let it heal or like I say ending up with a secondary chest infection because you didn't fully recover it's the first sniffle I had in pretty much two years because I've just not been anywhere to pick up germs then I went out for dinner last Friday got cold <laughs> right next set of power ones in three two one here we go you should fly by if you are laying in the power 
you shouldn't really hit total exhaustion while doing these. Certainly not yet, anyway. One more. Back to 2K plus 18. And that is 20 minutes in the bag. Hopefully, this is flying by for you too. And hopefully, you spent the majority of that last five minutes working on your forward lean and straight arms and pushing the machine away. That's why I got diverted and started talking about the importance of recovery to give you a chance to work on the drive. So keep that forward lean until you're about halfway through the leg drive. And that is when you finally swing from that forward lean to the backward lean. And that swing, when you're connected to the flywheel, adds in power. Now you might not notice it, but because you wait until your leg drive is halfway done, what happens is your legs start to fade around about halfway through the stroke. And so that backswing tops up the power coming out. So say your leg drive, as it started was 200 watts, By the time it gets to the halfway point, it could be down at 130 watts, 140 maybe. And so you then swing over your back to add in another 60 or 70 watts to the stroke and then as your legs and back come to a finish that's when the pull from your arms squeezes in another 50-60 watts or so again my numbers are wrong but I'm just trying to tell you why we go legs, back, arms. Legs, back, arms. And in the recovery, 
is just the opposite. Arms back, legs. Arms back, legs. And what you want to do is make sure your arms are straight and you have that forward lean before you bend your knees. Because that way you know you're in the right position as you slide forwards. You don't have to bend anymore. Okay. Three. Two. One. Power strokes coming up. Get that power in from your legs. Really feel like you're pushing the machine away and pick up the handle at the same time as that push happens with the forward lean straight arms back down for the last set of 2k plus 18 so I'm definitely working harder than I would for a standard 2k plus 18 row that's to be expected after all in total we'll be doing three minutes worth of power strokes on top of the main paced row so like I say it's a great way to see out the 10k plan chance to consolidate your mind and your body and work out what you want to do next which to be honest I'd recommend just doing one or two weeks a very unstructured rowing just every day think what do I want to do today do I just want a long slow row or a top tier maximum row or even just uh, mid duration mid intensity workout just with no goals other than the pace guide in front of you but you're not flogging yourself through a tough training plan where you're constantly training for an outcome all you're doing is training 
to just relieve that mental intensity. Could even take a few extra days off if you've been doing the 10K pretty much straight through for eight weeks. Could maybe do this session, take off a couple of days, do a mid-tier when you come back, a couple of days off, bottom tier, maybe in top tier the next day, and a couple of days off, and then start to increase the frequency of your sessions either again on a ad hoc basis or look at another plan or set of rows may want to do the 5k next 2k or maybe just do the long rows playlist from 30 minutes all the way up to two hours it's up to you okay three two one here we go last set of power strokes try and give it everything you've got for these last remaining strokes of this main session two more last one big push oh there we go I really hope that that felt a lot quicker than just a standard 30 minute row at 20 strokes a minute by breaking it down. You'll see, I do that quite a lot, especially on the longer rows where there's not many, and there's like a, I've got 60 minute at 24 strokes per minute straight through, but most of the other rows, once you get past say 45 minutes, I tend to kind of mix up stroke rates or pace just to try and make it interesting. There's, how much value there is in going from 20 to 22 strokes a minute in terms of a training effect on your body, probably negligible, but in terms of training effect on your brain, it's just really, I mean, it keeps it interesting. And that's what I'm trying to do here is keep these rows interesting so that you keep on coming back and doing them. So you're motivated to go, oh, I'm gonna row with that row along guy again today. That looks like a fun session instead of it being another 30 minutes at 20 strokes per minute or 10k at 18 strokes per minute which is they're exceptionally valuable rows to do it that way but there is a little bit of a trade-off between if you do enough of them and you get bored and you stop rowing ultimately it's not that good for you if you do enough of these sessions that are more interesting and you carry on rowing that's going to be if you stop after four weeks of boring but you go on for like another four years Surely that's going to be good for you. Right, two minute cool down, sorry. 
I started trying to build my part a bit too much. <sighs> so I do these at 18 strokes a minute again and just pick a pace that you feel you can start at and then kind of slide into neutral, okay? So for me, it's gonna be around about 2K plus 30. And I might just hold that the whole way through or I might just gradually slow down just to make sure my body's cooled down. Here we go then in three, two, one, go. But even though you're rowing softer than you just were, that doesn't mean you get a chance to back off when it comes to technique. In fact, this, especially 18 strokes a minute, is the perfect time to consolidate everything that you've just been thinking about if you were tweaking things. So have that forward lean, get in there and then bend your knees. So arms straight, rock, bend your knees. Arms, rock, knees. Arms, rock, knees. And if you watch me on the video, you'll see that I'm not going arms, rock, knees. Everything flows smoothly from one phase to the next, from one move to the next. I'm using my body's momentum to help through the stroke. So the arms away triggers that forward rock of my back. And then once that's happened and my weight's on the front of the machine, all I have to do is bend my knees and I roll to the front of the machine. I don't need to tug on the foot straps or anything. So I hope you enjoyed today's session. If you were doing the 10K plan, I hope you enjoyed the 10K plan. If you just picked up this session as a, that looks interesting. And I hope you enjoyed it too and it wasn't too off-putting when I was mentioning the 10K plan. You don't have to be doing any plans. One more stroke for me. So you can either continue to row and cool down while I say goodbye or get off the machine, stretch your hamstrings, stretch your back, stretch your shoulders. I had to stretch my, I had my flu jab today, so I need to stretch my arm off a little bit to make sure it doesn't get all kind of sore. Um, just, yeah, running scared this, this season. It's between work and the planned trip to Vegas. <laughs> Have I told you about that yet? <laughs> um, yeah, I just don't want to get the flu. I don't want to get ill. It's bad enough having this low-level cold over the past few days. And the date today, in case you're... Let me just stop my training. Yes, I am done. The date today is the 25th? 27th. Ooh, 27th. Wednesday the 27th. So, of October. So, in four days' time, it'll be the 31st of October. I can do maths. Which means I finally get to shave this into a nice Wolverine style beard, I hope, unless I mess it up. Put my hair up into that kind of, it's almost like that if I do that. Um, yeah, and I can do a Halloween row for you um, as Wolverine. Might not actually do the full row as Wolverine because that could be quite, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's why I'm like this. I was saying to someone in, the, in comments today that um, after my dinner plans and my love of De Dead Mouse and Van Halen, my beard gets more, <laughs> more attention than anything else in my life. Like my family, I talk more about my, about my various states of facial hair. 
Um, it's almost like I'm a 14 year old and I've just learned how to grow facial hair for the first time. It's very nice to stroke, it must be said. I'm just, just sitting just gonna stroke it. Although it is going a bit gray at the sides. Aging, hey? Anyway, right, sorry. Uh, on, back onto rowing. <laughs> yeah, I do hope you enjoyed the session. I mean, like I say, those 30, it, it kind of it shifted the balance slightly. It was like a, a bottom mid, um, either, a, either a, a higher bottom or a lower mid in terms of intensity because of those, those power strokes. But not only is it a good session in terms of just that little bit of variety of intensity, I do think it's important to kind of get, spend that time to work on putting power, putting power into your stroke. Um, uh, that you, you get an idea of, by overpowering, by overdriving your, your stroke, you kind of, you have to get that technique right. You can kind of lazily get away with the 20 strokes per minute at 2K plus 18 by just, you can make up for it with like a, a, an arm pull that's too soon and all that stuff. If you do that on the power strokes, you soon know about it because you either tire out or you get injured, which I really don't want you to do. So that gives you a chance to really work on it. Now, if you, if you just can't be doing with me talking away to you in a session like this and you want to try it yourself. Remember, I do have these stroke rate pacing videos now up here. So I've got a whole bunch of them. I've got 15, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26, 28, 30, and 32 strokes a minute um, on a playlist. Um, and they all last, well, the 15 is only three hours, but the rest of them are all four hours long. So if you wanted to just work on your stroke technique, you can just load up that video, which is just me rowing back, back and forth in silence at a specific stroke rate. So you could do like this one, you could um, just do like kind of 10 strokes low and then 10 power strokes and then 20 strokes low, then 10 power strokes. You can kind of, you can use that and use me as your visual guide for uh, when to do it. And hopefully I've got the, oh, I should have the right ratio of this kind of two to one, like a really fast drive and then a slower recovery. So if you try and mirror what I'm doing, then hopefully that's gonna help. And then hopefully seeing me holding that forward position, not that I'm, amazing at it. I still swing a bit too soon, but hopefully seeing me and seeing my shins get into that vertical position and stuff will be enough of a cue for you to be able to do it on your own. We'll just like stick on your own music and just um, watch that and try and work on your stroke technique. And just, just remember, if you have an, an issue with your back breaking too soon, a lot of the time what I see is a lot of people, they'll lift their head up as they start to drive. And as you lift your head up, everything tilts backwards. So this is why I say put the monitor at eye height so you can look at the monitor as you drive. And that keeps your head forwards, okay? So um, I've got a tip, I've got like a technique hacks video that goes through all this stuff. So you can watch that if you're a little bit, if you haven't seen it before and you're a little bit, oh, what's he on about? But for the time being, I'm gonna stop because this is, I mean, my outros are getting longer than the workouts uh, recently, so. Um, uh, yeah, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that's not happened today. The last one was like seven minutes long, so apologies for that. Um, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we are, so this is me in between plans now. What's going to happen is that through, I'm going to do a Halloween row on Halloween as Wolverine. And then um, through November, I'm going to do 30 days of 30s. Now, whether I manage to put up a video every single day on the right day, I'm not entirely sure, but I will post on the YouTube community and on the Facebook uh, groups um, what that day's session is. So even if you don't get a chance to row along with me in the video, you'll still be able to, uh, you'll know what the session is, but I'm gonna try and do them. I might even just do them all as live rows so that I don't have to worry about post-production afterwards in order to just kind of get them up there. Um, a little bit lazy, but it's the only way to really have 30 days worth of rowing is quite a lot of, I mean, that's what, 15 hours worth of just, you know, just rowing media to put up, and then plus all the front and end matter and stuff. So 
I may do that. So that's probably what I'm going to do. Probably do the most on uh, Erg Zone and then do a couple on Row Pro. But yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for being here and doing this with the one. <laughs> Take two. Thank you so much for doing this one with me today. I do hope you enjoyed it. Do leave me a comment either on YouTube or on Facebook. If you can leave a comment, then you can use the magic hashtag, which does nothing apart from let me know you made it this far through the video. And the magic hashtag today, oh, I've already done Wolverine. Oh no. Um, uh, uh, let's just have Halloween row, okay? Just to remind people. And then we go, what's he on about? But yeah, so that's the magic hash hashtag today is Halloween row to get ready for uh, the one that I'll post for Sunday's day of spooks and goblins. All right, thank you again. Uh, do look after yourselves. Please stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye.